Hey listeners, want to start your own podcast? Let us tell you our favorite tool. Anchor is the one-stop shop for all your podcasting needs. Here's why. Anchor lets you record and edit your show right from your phone or computer. So no matter your setup, you can start creating right now. Then it distributes your show to the most popular listening platforms like Apple and Spotify. Plus, it's the only place you can send video content to Spotify. Creators can even earn money on Anchor with ads and subscriptions. Best of all, it's all free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Femregard podcast with Tessa Markle and Carolina Alvarez. Mmm, fem. Hey, fem fam. How many of you are beginner filmmakers like us who are trying to learn the trade all on your own? Scouring the web for help can be time consuming and limiting. I mean, <laughs> that's how we've learned most of what we know. But what if there was a structured online course on cinematography that you can follow right in the comfort of your very own home, aka editing bay? And that's why we're excited to spill the tea about our partnership with Tropic Color, a leading company in the production of LUTs, effects, and more. Most importantly, they've developed an online course that includes over 70 topics, led by two professional DPs who've worked on all types of sets and really know the industry. Tropic Color's Cinematography Masterclass will take you through pre-production, lighting, camera breakdown, and more. Here at FemRegard, we only want to provide you with the best tools out there because we know it's possible to get better without having to spend thousands of dollars on film school. That's why we'd like to offer you a special discount code to sign up for Tropic Color's Cinematography Masterclass. Just head on over to tropiccolor.com, spelled the British way, T-R-O-P-I-C-C-O-L-O-U-R, and use our code. FEM10, that's all caps, F-E-M-M-E-1-0, when you're checking out, and boom, all this knowledge at an already great price for an extra 10% off. Get it, fam? Hi, fam fam. Hey, guys. So we're doing something special today. If you're listening as per usual and you want to get involved and see how you can take part in this, listen up. If you're watching, thank you guys so much for participating and donating and being a part of our Patreon. We're super excited to bring you video. <laughs> can see our lovely faces this is what we look like <laughs> in case you weren't aware by the thousands of pictures we post of ourselves um so if you're listening this is how you get to watch us so we're still going to put out our usual podcast episodes as usual but some of them we're also going to videotape so in order to watch those you have to be a part of our patreon and what is patreon patreon is this lovely platform for creatives like us to help support funder projects create better content mm -hmm. and get on more episodes like this where you can see us live because it costs money and we love giving back to you guys and we want to just keep loving leveling up the yeah. kind of performance and stuff that we can provide to you yeah it's almost like a subscription to all things femme so like even if you can yeah. only give a dollar you'll be giving us a dollar a month and that's all going to go towards this podcast and our films and all the stuff that we bring you guys so let us know if you want to be a part of that. Follow our links, all that kind of cool stuff. And you'll get yeah. great rewards like this video episode. Exactly. And so today, well, yes, today. It's so funny because now with video, it's like, okay, do we start? We, we always start with tea, but now we have a we have a guest here. So maybe, we have another I lovely like face. We have, to, we have to show the lovely <laughs> face. So today we have Mr. Writer Corey McComb on the show. 
Welcome. Hello. Thank you. That, I really hope that ends up being like a cool little <laughs> <laughs> flip. Um, thanks for coming all the way to the network studios here in Clover City. Thank it's you for a having me. Steaming hot day here, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna have some hot tea. Yes. Yes, please. Because what's better on a <laughs> hot day? What's better? And I cannot wait to spill the tea on writing with you. So I found Mr. McComb on the lovely site medium.com, which I know I've mentioned on the show before, but just to reiterate. I think you've mentioned Corey specifically on the show before too, right? I'm I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, take it back season one. (laughs) I know you've been in our Instagram story for sure. I have to go back and listen to that now. (laughs) Because it's such a great, so it's a website for writers, creatives, um, well, specifically writers to share stories and ideas and almost like how to do this or that there's a variety of topics and i found you i think under the inspired category which i mean as uh, and what we talk about the show a lot is how to stay inspired what can Mm -hmm. you do to keep your creativity going which is why i have you on the show today because as writers we hit those roadblocks and then we get caught up in and then like how to keep it fresh and going you know so I, i think getting reading articles watching films like for us filmmakers mm-hmm. is really important to kind of keep the creativity going and yeah. caffeine <laughs> and oh my god okay so cheers 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 oh my long distance cheers <laughs> we have the lovely i think it's a white rose i oh. accidentally threw away the thing Numi is Very that how you floral. say the brand Numi is the brand it's organic i like it so yes cheers fam um cheers to Numi if you want to be a sponsor Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> mm, we try delicious. every time. They still we don't listen. Try. But... No one knows listening. But <laughs> one day. One day. Um, but we found, so did some, as always, stockage on our okay. guests. And... We joined your mailing list. Okay, good. <laughs> Which is called the temperature Love check, that. by the way, guys, if you want to join as well. And you have such an interesting bio. One that I misread the first time. Really got lot. <laughs> Definitely made me laugh it. this morning when she told me. <laughs> I was like, I thought he was part of a circus. She's like, no, <laughs> he was in a rock and roll like rock and roll circus. Ro- yeah. circus. Yeah. So t- yeah. tell us briefly what um, your story became to like how you became a writer here and what yeah. led you to writing. Absolutely. Um, I kind of came to writing a little bit later in life in the sense that I always hear people talking about how, oh, I was writing stories for as long as I could remember and always wanted to be a writer. And I was never like a good student in school, never really wanted to read or write. Um, I didn't really start reading books until until college. All I cared about when I was growing up was playing music in bands. Mm-hmm. So I was just like into punk rock and rock and roll and like touring in bands, like going on the warp tour, doing all that stuff. <laughs> wow. So I was How old were you? I was pretty young. I was okay. sixteen. Nice. Oh wow. wow, yeah. Yeah. So I was um that's why I say is just like kidnapped by the rock and roll circus and then never really looked back until yeah, yeah. until college. And then I started, you know, getting more into books, kind of like the, you know, like the Hemingway and um, Kerouac and just kind of all those like angsty. Yeah. 20 like something. year old <laughs> The classic novels. like old grumpy alcoholics. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> and I'd always I'd always liked writing um, like the idea of being a writer. Mm-hmm. It always seems like that, that, that cool lifestyle. That's really cool. You know? Um, but then I was playing a lot of music and then and then I eventually had to kind of hang up the guitar and get like a real job. And then a few years, a few years went by where I was just kind of living that nine to five mm-hmm. cubicle life, like clocking in and out, coloring inside the lines. Just yeah. Yeah. nothing was really um, 
I got to the point where I felt very like uninterest like I wasn't an interesting person mm -hmm. just because I wasn't really interested in anything anymore. And um I was still playing in bands and what happened was I had a friend who had their own music blog in San Diego. It's called Listen SD. Mm -hmm. And she was looking for people to go to shows and write concert reviews. And I was like, well, that sounds kind of cool. I want free concert tickets. So <laughs> yeah, it's like the best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah. So I got some like I got to go and see like all kinds of like bands that I really liked. And um, and something happened when I started writing these concert reviews, like something just clicked where I was really locked in. And it was like the first time I had written anything outside of school. And there was just like this just this magic that happened just trying to express like a story and. I ended up also uh, having a few um, articles went really well, and I got invited to go to music festivals to write to do the same thing, wow. and then it became like this music journalism journey, and that just really lit up my brain about, you know, because I was playing in bands, but I was kind of playing like other people's songs, like mm -hmm. I was never like the lead songwriter, and that kind of scratched one creative itch, right? But it wasn't like my own thing. And then when I started writing about these other things, it's like the whole world just kind of opened up and I felt it's like rejuvenated, you know, like everything. Yeah. I always say that there's, you know, like some things in life come along and they make you forget about everything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then some things come along and make everything worth remembering. Right. And that's like what that. like writing was for me. All of a sudden it was like the world's beautiful and there's like so much, even like the bad things are like inspiration now and like opportunities to write and there's stories and there's yeah. there that's how everyone connects with everything mm -hmm. is through that the same story and there's the good and the bad but <laughs> we all yeah, yeah we all can can feel that energy and and i think as a creative too like if you aren't if that's what your calling is and you aren't doing that like nine to five or it you just yeah you lose your sense so that's really cool that you just yeah. kind of then kept going with it Mm -hmm. Yeah, I kept going with it. So just to speed, you know, through like, yeah, I, um, yeah tell us where you are today now. Yeah. yeah. And then I started doing like travel writing. Yeah. Um, you know, my wife, my girlfriend at the time, we wanted to travel. And so we, we set off. It was kind of like 2015 when Instagram travel was like kind of like coming up mm -hmm. and getting really big. And we're like, oh, that looks like fun. Like, let's go and do that. And we're able to kind of leverage use like making a blog and writing about uh different like travel experiences for like free stays and stuff like that and eventually i got to the point where i felt like i was trying to fit into these like already existing niches kind mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. you know like travel writing or music journalism and that was like kind of a big leap for me just to say like i want to write my own stuff like whether yeah. it's fiction or just like blog posts like about life like i've always been a big fan of personal development and and stories self-help that's not like too preachy you know that kind of like makes people think yeah so yeah. that's really what i've been doing the last um few years with an emphasis on just kind of helping people that are maybe like feeling stuck like i was kind of mm -hmm. like take that jump and whether it's writing or something else to so just like using creativity as like a bridge to kind of get over the Right. Just the existential dread that comes along with yeah. life sometimes, you know? And I think that's really inspiring for our listeners who are screenwriters and feel like maybe... 
they're they could be stuck and not working on what they want to do in that field and mm -hmm. and that there are other avenues out there for writing as well you know yeah totally like medium yeah it's like that's, a great example yeah that's why i really love medium it's like if i was just a writer i would definitely be really you know blogging stuff and and then working solely on scripts and writing all the time because you can like that is a platform you can really just put everything out there for you yeah and you for get, others that feel the same way as you about get whatever great topic. feedback yeah. yeah yeah because it was like you know you try and share things on like instagram or facebook but people really aren't one people don't really like to read all that much even the people that say they do right like yeah <laughs> you know that's why podcasts are so great <laughs> yeah i think uh, medium has a word limit too so they don't oh, yeah. want them to be super lengthy mm -hmm. yeah I, and it, they keep them yeah and nice it's just such a great way when i found medium before when just trying to post things on like other social media platforms i feel like it's get like scrolled over it's like oh i don't this isn't like a picture yeah and, and all that so it, it's cool so question if you want to have a sip of your tea yes. <laughs> um, my pretty pink cup here I I want to know, do you have a writing ritual like as when you get ready for the day? Is there something that helps you get in a creative mindset and like you feel like you're ready to sit down and write? Like talk me through what that looks like. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it definitely varies. Um, I, tr I try and always write in the morning, you know, like kind of be like one of the first things that I do. Um, luckily, I, I work for myself and, and remote and I've actually built that life so like to solve for writing because mm -hmm. i used to wake up at like five in the morning before my mm -hmm. nine to five job just so i could have a few hours um to myself to to do it um but i try and wake up and definitely just have coffee sometimes meditate you know like an <laughs> on again off again yeah me too. <laughs> so i hear you there <laughs> right, you know? um but for the most part i just try and get to it you know, I'll I'll read from a few different books. I usually have like a fiction or a nonfiction book to try and kind of like Stir get me, some inspiration, get me going. Get you going. Yeah. I mean, for me, the big thing is to know what I'm going to write before I start. So mm -hmm. like the planning ahead of time, like I've been working on yeah. a book for the last year. Um, so, you know, it's like the days when you wake up and you're like, oh, what what should I write? Like that can take up so much time. And that's how. You know, like when the day ends and you didn't get any writing done, you're just like, oh, yeah. yes, <laughs> I know. <what> that means. <laughs> so, so I don't have like a ton of like crazy rituals for the most part. My goal is to just be able to have like at least two hours where I'm like I'm locked in and mm -hmm. I'm going to get like this chapter done or I'm mm -hmm. working on something new. You know. I read a couple of your I think they were your most recent articles from your website um, about like productivity. Um, there was the one about sleep and just, you know, being productive and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like a big thing I kind of got out of that was like, don't push it. Like, yes, do the work. But like you can't just you can't push it. You know, you've got to be creative when you're feeling the creativity. You've got to take the time to sleep and, you know, all of that. I think that's otherwise you kind of just flat tire. A yeah, little bit. I yeah i've noticed that i can't if it if it's not coming to me like it's not going to come to me mm -hmm. and but that's why i'm curious if you have something when you are stuck where you're like uh is it is it i'm not planning the story structure well enough is it that i'm just yeah am i just exhausted and then like yeah. <laughs> what what like it's almost like an athlete has to prepare themselves to like be well conditioned i think a writer does too in in a way 
Yeah, absolutely. I think that a lot of the time it's it's when you stop thinking about something that'll kind of jump to the surface, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so definitely like walking away before you're like totally burnt out, you know, mm -hmm. like uh, Hemingway. I saw your Hemingway quote. Yeah, yeah. He's, got a, he's got a great story about how he would he would always write every day up until the point that he knew what was going to happen next mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that he could stop and then you know be sure where he's going to start the next day yeah so he's like i don't ever want to empty empty the well mm -hmm. and let it and let it replenish so i try and follow that advice yeah <laughs> i love that but i feel like i would forget what i like had him yeah, when, like, yeah. I'm on a roll, right like, you want to like keep like, keep, keep going, going keep squeezing yeah. it oh, out yeah. but i think that you know so much about creativity is like being connected to yourself and to mm -hmm. other people and you know i in 2018 i went through a big phase of burnout because i was trying to do too much like working too much putting a lot of pressure on writing and that's kind of like a lot of the stuff that i write about is like the lessons that i need to read mm -hmm. like hmm. follow my own <laughs> advice kind of um yeah. and i was really neglecting like spending time with other people, mm -hmm. um, just like being outdoors and, you know, like like sleep. Like, yeah. so like when you're, I'm such a cranky, cranky old man when I, <laughs> I don't get sleep, and my creativity is one of the first things to suffer. Like like most people. Yeah. Um, right. For for writing itself though, when I get stuck, like working on a, a particular piece, yeah. Mm -hmm. What I've kind of realized is it tends to be that I just don't really know what I'm talking about yet. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. um because i try and take like a lot of different stories like maybe from like history in my own life and weave them into a lesson and it's always the lessons or it's always the chapters or articles that i'm writing that they just like i'm trying to fit it together mm -hmm. and it's taking me hours and hours and then i realize you know what i just i just don't even know what i'm talking about yet i'm not being clear it's not that i don't have the right word um you know if it's this like for me it easy easy or the best articles that I've done that have like or like resonated tend to be the ones that were like the easiest to write because it's mm -hmm. just like naturally kind of came out. So if I get really blocked on a project or an article, uh, and I've learned to kind of take a step back and be like, okay, maybe you just don't really have all the pieces yet. That yeah, yeah that totally makes sense. I've been working on a feature, and like. The, yeah the the because i've broken it up to segments and acts the acts that like i feel like i've really connected with maybe put more of my personal touch on it yeah that just flows and like then i get stuck on like okay but did i hit this act marker like where there needs to be the yeah. res resolution or the change and and then i that's like it kind of interrupts my creativity and then i have to like think story structure and that's where i've been starting to like, I feel like you said that's when I get stuck is when I don't have the plan all yet. And we've had a guest on the show talk about outlining. She's like, yeah, I don't think you should. It, you know, everyone has their own process. Mm -hmm. She's not super detailed in her outlines. And I've like allowed room for flexibility, but it's yeah. I mean, she's big on like knowing the rules, but then breaking all of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love exactly. That. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. So I've just... which, by the way, shout out to Pilar in case you didn't know who we were talking about. Pilar Alessandra. <laughs> yeah, watch that episode, y'all, or listen to it. But it was, it's yeah, it's now like there's just certain like things where I'm editing and I'm like I don't know if that's. That was like my creative vomit as we, yeah, <laughs> we yeah. which is good to have. But like you said, I, I still there's still some missing gaps and that's where I'm now trying to go back and be like, okay, 
does this make like yeah. is this like great is this actually moving the story forward mm -hmm. well i think there's this myth among writers that you're just going to sit down and it's going to always be flow like just magic is going to come out of your fingertips and then yeah why is that happening and like, <laughs> like what the hell yeah and like there's definitely those moments and they're yeah. and they're beautiful but so much of writing yeah at least for me just comes down to architecture you know it's just moving things it's like getting it out and then moving things around mm -hmm. moving paragraphs and really looking at it like you know i try and uh, I do the brain dump or the, what do you call it? The vomit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The word vomit on the paper. Yeah. I <laughs> try and do that. Yeah. But then it's also like, I think about it as, you know, being a good carpenter, like measure twice, cut once mm -hmm. kind of thing, because I'll do so much vomit where then it says extra work for me to like clean up and be like, all right, right. Know, like put it together. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. like literally considering like, deleting some scenes fun fact right now I'm being like i don't i don't know if like i liked whether where i was going i think i was it was because i was finding a voice which is mm -hmm. i think important yeah. like in the first step like really find your characters your voice your world and then like go cut it back but mm -hmm. well i think that helped us for the first thing we wrote um which was desert flowers it was this western that we had written originally as a sh as a short film and then a feature but we wrote it together and i think like we our styles of writing balance each other out a lot because Carolina is the like, you know, stream of consciousness, like get it all out there. And I'm the more OK, but it has to be structured this way. So, you know, so that kind of that helped each other, I think, balance each other out. Yeah. But, you know, that script's still not done. So really, what does that say in the end? <laughs> it's, it's close. Yeah. It's, it's, we're gonna revise that. But um, yeah. So for for I guess our listeners out there who are who are feeling a block right now what what's maybe or a lack of inspiration too. what is like a quick way like what are your go-to tips or something that helps you like defeat that break down the wall yeah well i mean it kind of depends on if you're already in a project that you want to finish and you're feeling blocked um like for me i hit a big block with a book that i'm working on about six months ago where i had just been working on it non-stop and it's like a non-fiction you call it like a self-help mm -hmm. type, type yeah. of book. And I just got so burnt out on like editing and, and doing the same ideas and like writing in the same voice. And I could just feel myself. I mean, it, it's, it's a block in this, even though I knew what I wanted to write, I just wasn't showing up inspired and excited. Mm -hmm. And I was randomly had these, uh, I've never, I had never really written fiction before. Like I'd written a few short stories like years ago, yeah. but I had these ideas for these like satirical, I just moved to LA. So I was like getting all these new, like, just like, <laughs> like all the silliness that's in the city. Right. Yep. Yeah. And um, <laughs> had some ideas. So I put the book on hold and I ended up spending like two and a half weeks. Just like, I wrote like three short stories and outlined like four other ones. Mm -hmm. And it was just, I was just like cracking myself up. Like I was like laughing at my own jokes at the computer, you know, and. I, I never published them. I showed them to a few friends, but it was just so refreshing to just do something else. You know, yeah. uh, I heard one of the, another podcast interview, the director, I think his name is, was Gnome. Yeah. Gnome. Gnome, Gnome Kroll. Yeah. And, and he was talking about how he plays guitar and how that kind of translates into other things. And I think that that's so true. It's like, if you're just trying to push and push, like whether it's nonfiction and then going to fiction to just like, writing another voice or yeah. something or picking up a guitar or just going and letting because your subconscious mind like it keeps working even when you're yeah, when, yeah, you're, yeah. when you turn your logical brain off so it's kind of nice to just like uh -huh. 
get out of your own imagination's way and mm -hmm. that's that's like the easiest thing to do is just kind of like just leave for a little while let it let it you know? sit go do something else mm -hmm. to activate another part of your brain and yeah. that's still going to be working yeah. yeah and i think another key thing that you just said that resonated with me is the excitement factor i mean as a writer yeah it's going to be a job in a sense like you have to show up put in the work put in your mm -hmm. if you're a day-to-day -day writer put in the work but i think when you really like start to lose any excitement like it's just kind of gone i think that's when you should like take a pause and do something like yeah. that because i found it too like the, when i wasn't excited anymore about my story i did not i, I wasn't gonna get anywhere mm -hmm. i really wasn't gonna feel any more um inspired than i was and i wasn't gonna come up with new ideas and concepts but when i took a break maybe watched something in the genre read some other books like just like did something else and then felt that reignite reignition come back to me reignite the inspiration then i was able to like hop back in because i was excited i was like oh wait now it's clicking again and i can i can have this creative flow at least that's for me i know you mm -hmm. should always like do what you can to put in the work but sometimes yeah. if you're not happy anymore you're not going to do any better i mean in my opinion there's I a mean, total dichotomy to yeah. it right it's yeah. like i um there's a there's a saying like in startup culture called the trough of despair where like early startups will invent something right and it'll be like the buzz of the town and they'll get all this like investor money and then there's all this excitement and it's like the same thing as like if you get a new creative idea like you can see the story yeah. in your head you're and like, you're just Aw. like yes yes like I, it's gonna and then like then comes the rub like these companies mm -hmm. have to go and like deal with all the bugs that they didn't think that were gonna be there mm -hmm. the yeah. product market doesn't fit like. Uh, so there's a saying called the trough of despair and it's the same thing with creativity like you do have to give yourself a break but like what you were saying is you kind of have to just like expect it you know and expect that you're gonna have to work through that inspiration yeah. is going to wane yeah mm -hmm. and that you have to get through to the other side like Seth Godin he's like a, a famous marketer and writer he calls it the dip and that's how you know you're on the right path almost right like it's the the struggle before the reward yeah <laughs> okay yeah. that's good that's maybe where i'm at <laughs> <laughs> the reward will come okay fingers crossed um, um one other thing i wanted to mention too because you this was i think like part of your bio or on your website but you said you're fascinated by the human condition and i think that's probably a big inspiration for you i know it is for me like just seeing how people as actors writers like yeah. it's really important for just us how to other people observe. think and yeah. live and like i went to school for psychology so i love thinking about how other people think you know yeah. but yeah if you could just talk about that for a little bit yeah absolutely i mean i'm i'm interested just in humans and like what mm -hmm. makes humans tick like myself included um the the book that i'm writing right now is actually called productivity is for robots <laughs> i love and, that <laughs> and it's about like the basic premise is that like as people get more and more fearful of like technology kind of coming and becoming mm -hmm. more human-like, we kind of take a step to meet it halfway. And I'm also, so I have like my, my writer life, but then I also deal with like a lot of like young companies that are launching products. So there's like all the business optimization, mm -hmm. squeezing the most out of every day, kind of things like that. And mm. it's always been interesting to me that, and I've fallen in this trap myself of like overly, um, optimizing life and trying to be as productive as possible 
Oh, so, yeah. Easy to do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, our, our society just really rewards just like who can go the longest and the hardest mm -hmm, and everything yep. like that. So, you know, the book and my interest in the human condition is kind of coming back to like, what are the things that make us human and how to lean into that to get the most out of creativity. So, yeah. you know, connecting with other humans. Um, like putting like, are we talking like putting the phone down like human to human interaction or do you feel like there's now it's it's actually part of the human like day-to-day -day interaction where we can still do both like I'm curious where you find the technology like what's yeah that's a good question it's not I don't really think that we need to like banish technology it's not like a cry right. against against that but I think it's just coming back to you know, we look at like procrastination, like as like a bug or like mm -hmm. that need to escape is like something that is, is something wrong. But a lot of it is what kind of keeps us human. Mm -hmm. And procrastinate. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's like kind of like your body, like tell, your mind telling you something, right? Yeah. yeah. And I think that there's a time and a place, obviously, like the beauty of technology is it lets people connect that have, right. you know like like, like we connected yeah. <laughs> yeah so like eliminates these geographical limits but then on the other hand like when like especially for creators there's such a pressure to like put stuff out just like constantly, constantly. just like be constantly beyond and mm -hmm. when we you know we really celebrate people that are willing to just like you know chase their passion above anything else it's it's easier and easier to put like friendships on the back burner like mm -hmm. it's like that joke it's like the meme yep. joke. It's like turning 30 is just you and your friends saying, once things slow down, we're going to all hang out <laughs> until you <Yeah>. die. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that those like spending time with other people or connecting with yourself um, and the world around you without like the technology or getting sucked into that like productivity mode, like that's actually, that's yeah. actually like, what's yeah. going to help you be not just productive, but like find real meaningful accomplishment in life. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like how you kind of, you know, connect, being connected is going to lead to those big creative insights. And then those creative insights are going to get you so excited that you're going to accomplish things that are really worth doing in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Yeah, it's it's really easy, I think, to just get stuck in a pattern of like, I have to get to here, I have to do that, mm -hmm. and then I have to post this, and then I have to write this, and then I'm doing this, and then I'm going to go to bed and die. It's and then a, I'm doing it again the next day. Just and, an arms race yeah, of yeah. output, right? Rich, and we talk about it all the time, like us handling our life and, and the production company and the podcast yeah. and the features that we're trying to work on. And it, it gets it gets like that. And, and then, you know, I'm like, Tessa. Well, yeah, Carolina's <laughs> of the mind that, you know, you always want to be doing something, which you do. But sometimes I'm like, girl, we got to do one thing at a time. I just get so excited. Life, you know? So true. Yeah. So, so it's, I mean, it's a mix of both. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, listen, guys, robots are going to take over the world eventually. It's going to happen. So we might as well enjoy <laughs> our lives in the meantime. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. We need to remember how to stay human for when that happens. So exactly. Keep exactly. Going. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Tessa would become like part robot and that would be really cool. Mm, okay. Like I wouldn't do that mm. because like planet terror style with like Yeah, like, like yeah. or like some, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have like a really cool like badass yeah. leg. So you need <laughs> totally. a new script in the works. Right? I know. Yeah, right? there we Action, go. next genre. <laughs> <laughs> Where you convince me to get a biotic right like a robotic leg. Yeah, and, totally. You know. Or whatever. <laughs> we had. Yeah, Corey. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Right yeah. for us. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So what I guess we like to leave our listeners with um just a last bit of 
anything that you'd like to share that inspires you? Like, is it a, a book you're reading right now? A song? Yeah, because we like, talked a little bit about this already, like what bit. gets you inspired. But do you have like a favorite book or film or anything that you like to go to for that extra bit of inspiration? Mm. I mean, I'm always reading, um, you know, new books mm -hmm. and, and stuff like nothing is really coming to mind. Like I, I'm a big music fan, so. Mm -hmm. I'll have like big artistic crushes on on different like musicians like uh, Josh Homme of Queens of the Stone Age. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll listen to him sometimes if I'm just trying to like get into that like middle finger up kind of mode, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, right on. Um, so, stuff like that. Um, all right, Ryan Holiday is a great writer He's who I really a love. Brilliant writer, yeah, yeah. and um, you know, really he like he really he really inspires me a lot because he makes writing like kind of accessible and. Mm -hmm. Things like that. Um, Another great one to like yeah. when you're feeling burnt out. He has some great, I think, inspiration on yeah. productivity as well. Yeah, he's yeah. great. Yeah, and that's also he. He's written stuff on Medium.com too. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So his stuff's great. on there. Fiction for me is really what made me fall in love with writing in the first place. So favorite um, childhood book? Go. Uh, the sun also rises. By Ooh, Hemingway. Okay. Oh. I don't know if that's really a childhood. <laughs> I don't know if I call it a childhood, but yeah, we'll, we'll count that. Yeah. High, high school. High yeah. school. That's good. Totally. Yeah. That's good. PG-13. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you really wanted to be Hemingway. Like, that's... that's really... It's such like the, uh, like the cliche, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's... It, but I mean, it's a good... It's a cliche for a reason. And, and good. a good one. You know he's mean? good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Are you ever going to abscond to Perry with your wifey and just... Screw America and the day job. I'm just gonna sit down and write. <laughs> I, Have you ever I think felt so. like doing that? Yeah, yeah. I could, or well, New we, York. We, we were just talking. Yeah, yeah. Well, you we travel quite a bit, so we've been able to do that, and it's it's nice to, you know, especially you know in the new world where we all are doing jobs that didn't exist like ten years ago. Yeah. You can just kind of like pick it's up crazy. and travel and make time for writing. I mean, for me, I've gone to the point where. It, it's it's always a beautiful thing when you can go to a new city and find a little cafe and sit down and write. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's a, it's a privilege of me to be able to say that I've done that a lot. Mm -hmm. But as wherever I am, whether I'm like at my parents' house where I've been this week in Santa Barbara, just this last week, waking up in the morning and writing, as long as you get it done, like you feel good. So that's kind of what it comes down to for me is like no matter where I am, right. just like get those words out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Guys, get those words out. And let our listeners know where they can find you. I mean, we talked about your articles on Medium, but as far as your website, if you want to share any social media, all that good stuff. Yeah, I'm at Corey McComb on uh, Instagram and Twitter. I don't get on there there too much, but I'm gonna. I'm planning on making a comeback. I've been kind of like in the mine hunting for diamonds, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm feel that. about to come back and We're publish some stuff. We're helping you take off. Yeah, okay. you are. <laughs> and then um, CoreyMcComb.com and my newsletter, The Temperature Check, is where I. Just kind of it's fantastic guys already loving it complain <laughs> and make recommendations and <laughs> i'm here for complaining like <laughs> <laughs> yeah so All check good. me out there amazing well amazing. guys check him out make sure you give his articles and his blog a read and get on medium if you're not already like we've been talking about this get some inspiration but thank you so much for coming thank on you. today this was great yeah, was super thanks inspiring. for the chat thanks for the tea and we'll see you guys next time Thanks for listening to Femme Regard Podcast. If you like what you hear, tune in next time for more tips on the filmmaking business and insightful conversations with industry professionals over tea. 
We can only grow with your support, so please subscribe, share, rate, and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. If you leave us a great comment, we might give you a shout-out on the show. For more on us, check us out at femregard.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 